I have leaked so much in the in the face fluid. Face fluid? Tears. I've just teared oh. so much. <laughs> I'm like, what? You're just oozing face fluid. That's that's kind of f- that is what it felt like. My God, it's salty face fluid. As soon as I realised what had been happening with his microphone, I was gone. I, I was in the fetal position on a chair, leaking face fluid. Leaking face fluid. Chris has just figured out which is the right way the microphone's supposed to go, and he's fucking set up. <laughs> it's only ten episodes in, but I got there. I actually found a picture, funnily enough, way back when we were on about drinking what we were drinking, and I actually took a picture, and I can actually see the microphone in that wrong position on that picture. Wow. <laughs> Fail. So, welcome to the... What was we called again? Not a clue. Jesus, guys, it's Jaragoresov. <laughs> Uh, so guys, uh, welcome to the Safe Zone. As usual, this is a show where we chat about our experiences, other people's experiences, and general shenanigans and airsoft. And if you want to get involved, because this is a conversation, do drop us a message on our Facebook page, reply to our Facebook comments, or send any of us a DM on Instagram, which you can find at the end of the show. Uh, guys, this is our 10th episode. Can I yeah. just say, you've become a pro at that now. <laughs> Cheers, Hannah. Thanks. One take, straight two, nailed it on the head. Bosh, Boom. done. And right. and also like, so we've got one guy who knows how to position his microphone. The other guy, he's using a different computer and actually sounds lovely. I, I, <laughs> like, I've now I've now got two machines running here, guys. I've got two computers running for this. Look, episode ten, the most professional episode. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> We've got a mess up somewhere in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. It'll Here wait, we go. Did, uh, did we press record? Yeah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> I'm glad you looked at that because it's not on my screen and I panicked from it. <laughs> that, that would have been a classic. Uh, camera into or camera cable into the camera. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right, well, guys. Yeah. Ten episodes in. We've done enough. Speaking of that, though. Um, yeah. Go. So that that's a classic Hannah messing up story doing the behind the scenes. However, uh, Hannah Hannah put out a video this week. <laughs> Hannah, uh, do you want to tell us a bit about that? Uh, it's just all the confusing elements between the crossover between airsoft and filming and the ca- names of cameras, names of guns, names of you know getting batteries and wrong batteries and oh, just I just can't I just can't do it. I give up. I tell you what, I tell you, what you can do though. You did a very very fun video. Um, for those of you crappy. that haven't seen it yet, youtube.com forward slash Jiraga. She, she did a video on uh, the kind of behind the scenes perspective. Mm-hmm. Some, of, some of the elements of filming videos that, you know, you don't normally think about, such as uh, shoulder strong exercises. Strong shoulders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Must have those strong. Joe, you know I get after about three hours, every time we take a take. George is like, do you want me to hold that? Do you want me to hold? like? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Give your shoulders a rest, and I'm like, yeah, but I want to be strong. I can do this. <laughs> yeah, but it's been three hours. <laughs> you know? I know, but and then also when you mess up your lines, I'm in my head. I'm like, oh, my shoulders hurt. Come on, George, get it done. You can oh, do this. <laughs> guys, this is a confessional now because I yeah. didn't know about that. Uh, <laughs> now you do. Yeah, now it's so ten where it all it was, breaks down. <laughs> I think the worst day was got to be um, Attack Sense Day because was I? I was also filming you, but when I wasn't filming you, I was obviously filming you shooting the targets, and then also the guys talking, um, Neil and Rob. Rob from attack sense and like that day i think because um we were so like 
almost like amazed by the targets with like kids in a playground. Uh, it was really hard to get your train of thought on point. And like the end of that day, I was just like, oh, okay, we can do this, Hannah. We can do <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I won't lie. I felt the, the internal hate that day. <laughs> it's like, we're having so much fun on the outside, but on the inside, it, like, like I could- Are we I done yet? <laughs> I saw your eyeballs. Your eyeballs were like Bro. locking onto me at that, like every time I messed up. Every time I talked to the wasp that was flying around, it was like, come on, George. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, Hannah, this video. So, I secretly uh, hate George. Yeah, yeah well, we yeah. figured that. Well, I think yeah. that's uh, that's another video for Hannah. <laughs> uh, things I hate about... Ten things I hate about George. George. I, I was going to say things I hate about George, but yeah. Mm. Uh, so, what's your fa- what was your favourite bit of that video? What was the best bit for you to film? Um, I think for me was just going around the camera in my gym because all the YouTubers that I watch are often vloggers and they um, they just vlog everywhere and everything. And that was kind of like that snippet of their life in my life. But obviously, normally they're going around on boosted boards and quad bikes and, you know, drag racing Range Rovers around the desert. Uh, being at the gym was fun because you, there's so many different um camera angles that you can get and like i was just attaching things to like moving objects and machines and luckily in my gym there's a lot of uh, fitness vloggers in there and so they're all running around with cameras but i was like guys i'm i'm not filming a fitness video i know d- i don't know how to do a proper squat i'm not doing this youtube <laughs> thing for fitness this is <laughs> this is wow. not what this content is <laughs> All like checking my camera out and you know microphones. And... Oh, so they were they were like basically <clears throat> judging you on your form yeah. because yeah, yeah, they yeah, thought yeah. you were teaching someone else how to do yeah. exercises. Yeah, when really all I wanted to do was show off that I can do pull ups and clapping press ups. Yeah, we, we knew that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, we knew that. I mean, <laughs> Just at, at least, at least Christmas twenty nineteen by Hannah's <laughs> new fitness DVD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gerard Gerasov, the fitness edition. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, just in case Gerard Gerasov doesn't work out, she's got a backup plan already, George. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was a video that came out uh, last mm-hmm. week. Um, also last week, what happened uh, for me and Joe was the Midlands Airsoft Fair. Woohoo! That, Woo-hoo. that was that was fun. That was an yeah. interesting day. So, George, you were there selling. Yes, I was. Uh, we've talked about secondhand airsoft before. Yes, we did. And, and we've actually, actually, we've mentioned the airsoft fair before. Yes, we have. Uh, how did you find it? Well, before I go into that, um, go just a shout out to Dave. Uh, Dave sent me a message on Instagram uh, a couple of days before the Airsoft Midlands Fair. Midlands Airsoft Fair. Get that the right way around, George. And uh, he was like, hey, I listened to The Safe Zone and I heard you guys talk about secondhand airsoft. And I've got a budget for my first AEG. Uh, I've been doing sniping. I think it was sniping. Uh, but I've been doing sniping. and I want to get my first AEG. Uh, but I'm going on my own and I don't have anyone to kind of bounce off uh, in terms of stuff. Here's my budget. What do you think I should get? Uh, and I, I, you know, my advice was, hey, with that budget, decent, you could get a decent, um, a decent platform, brand new. And then you'd have the warranties and stuff. And as it's your first AEG, the warranties, I think, are quite important. Uh, secondhand, there are too many risks involved. However, mm. my point is... Listener of the podcast, listened to the podcast, reached out because of the podcast, and then we <laughs> met at the Midlands Airsoft Fair. Uh, he's, he's a really nice guy. Um, he came and had a chat and uh, whilst I was selling. Um, I didn't sell him any of 
any of my stuff. Though you did try. And I he did. just wasn't interested. I did not. No? I did not. Did you uh, try and shove a handgun down his throat? Uh, well, that, <laughs> that would be a little bit wrong. <laughs> that would make it a throat gun. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm here all week. I'm here all week. Uh, please don't be. <laughs> uh, but okay, onto the, onto the idea of setting. So um, firstly... This is a different venue than it has been before. So before it was hosted at the jail, um, I've sold at that location as well. Um, this was hosted at the Newark Shooting... Uh, no? Mm-hmm. Newark yeah. Showground. Newark Showground, thank yeah. you. My brain normally, is... It's normally used for horse riding events, which is quite mm-hmm. interesting. Um, hey. And you could tell... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I, had to, I had to fit it in <laughs> uh, well but but that's interesting context because actually you could tell because the event was now hosted in these um kind of warehouses as opposed to the old jail the old jail was interesting because there were so many different rooms and places mm-hmm. to go but it it actually got quite confusing if you'd seen something on a stall finding your you way could, back to yeah. that stall was was quite difficult yeah. I mean, the uh, jail was very easy to get lost in. Yeah, so. absolutely, and that's part of the part of the um, positive aspects of playing at the jail. It's just when you're trying to buy stuff, probably not not mm. the best. However, because this is uh, in a couple of warehouses, it's a flat flat structure um, or a flat floor, flat floor, flat yes. layout, flat, flat yeah, layout. Flat that's floor. what we'll yeah, go there for. You go. Um, and I got a stall very last minute. Um, thankfully. I called up on Saturday when everything had closed and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Um, do you have one more spot? And they found me a little corner right next to Longbow uh, BBs, um, w- which was great for me because, you know, Jason from Longbow lives 20 minutes up the road. So we just started slinging abuse at each other from the get go. Uh, so it's all all fun and games selling stuff. Just uh, know if you're planning on living next to George, he will sling abuse at you. Oh no, not not when you live. No, no, no. It's just whenever you're away from home, you know, because ah. you, you need you need a bit of familiarity when you're in strange places. So so, so that you go. You don't abuse. shit on your own street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's what I trod into on the way to yours the other day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Weird. That that took. <laughs> uh, yeah, that went off on a tangent. That was just his XDM compact. Mm. <laughs> hey. Hey, that was actually mm-hmm. so. That actually turned out to be a decent pistol, um, just not one that I wanted to use. Um, did you sell it? I did. I did. Was that one you actually got rid of? Uh, it was one of the ones. Yeah. So, mm. onto the selling aspect. Mm. Previously, I sold eleven guns at the Airsoft Midlands Fair. This time, it felt like uh, there were a lot of people. However, um, no one was really buying stuff. Like, and and this was a common theme throughout the day from multiple different sellers um they we you know we all kind of chat at the very end as people are packing away i was like how how was it for you uh yeah it was all right it slow you know lot uh, enough people just no one bought anything i don't know if that's to do with the fact that it is so open and the fact that everything is so accessible that actually you don't pay attention to or you you don't feel like you're going to miss stuff does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because everything is there, you know it's all there. Uh, also, the mix of um, retailers versus second hand 
they're all mixed together and as a result um i don't know maybe it's a little overwhelming and it's a little difficult to spot mm-hmm. good deals or to get excited about good deals i don't uh, know joe from yeah. from a buying perspective because i didn't get a chance to go around that whole day uh what did you find to be to be fair i was going to say a very similar thing i one of the things i noticed is there was an awful lot of new there as opposed to second hand there were an awful lot of retailers shops came out um sell like proper online retailers came out um chris the retailer down the road from us was there um yeah. i can't remember the name but it's like uk fob or yeah yes yeah. yes it is yeah. um yeah they were there so that was really cool to have a chat with them but yeah there was an awful lot of new sellers and i thought they i, I genuinely think they outnumbered the second hand and that's not what we normally get when we're at the jail it's normally the other way around so that was a very different dynamic and i think that it was because we're at a new venue that that happened and i like don't get me wrong i like the fact that there are loads of new like yeah. uh, retailers oh, no. there no no right. i that i thought i thought the fact that the retailers there is brilliant having retailers there is always a bonus being able to actually talk to the people that you wouldn't normally talk to, being able to see the products that you would normally only see online, it, it puts you a lot closer to the retailer, a lot closer to that shop, and it's it's a really good thing. But we're used to seeing an awful lot more secondhand, and but that means... And, and we're used to buying a yeah. lot more secondhand. Yeah, but that means that the prices then seemed a lot higher. I think right. there were... Because pe- there was a lot more new, people are going, oh, well, that's that's that much. So if we charge that much, then we've got that sort of price split. And there wasn't the... You couldn't really pick up a bargain, I don't think. Right, okay. The, I the, think that's what um, Steve said to me, the exact same thing. He said yeah. that a lot of the secondhand was more at a retail price than an actual yeah, there was, secondhand price. Yeah, I, I mean, I nearly made a purchase, and I sort of talked myself out of it the last second. Right. Um, I did buy some coffee. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, so I'm not going to... Well done. Yeah, I know. I, I thought that was a, that was a you, great yeah, great little purchase there. No airsoft stuff, but coffee, that'll do. I mean, that's like ammunition for the body, so... Hey, well, there you go, see? Exactly. <laughs> From one addiction to another. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting thing. Uh, what was really nice was seeing the Attack Sense guys there. Um, that was they, good. Yeah, it was that nice was to see... Good. Uh, the fact that the, the targets in use uh, in an environment where people got to test them out. Yeah, they um they're actually really good. Had a I had a decent chat with them when I was wandering around with Steve. Steve, our friend Steve, got to have a go with them, so he seemed to enjoy that. Um, and yeah, they they were really positive. The GBLS guys were using the attack sense targets, and they were very positive about them as well. So yeah, it's brilliant. Really, yeah, really good. Yeah. And it was nice to to kind of the GBLS guys. Uh, <laughs> they were testing out the GBLS guns as well, as and they were just showing off those. So they were side by side, mm. and it's the only place in the whole venue that you could um, fire guns or even dry fire. Uh, that that was one of the downsides to doing it at this venue. You couldn't test the products anywhere. You, that you made a big difference as well. Yeah, I think it did. I think it did because a lot of the times people are like. Hey, so what's this uh, shooting at? How's it shoot? Is it good? Uh, and and you're like, I just go test it out, come, bring it back, and um, you know, let, or, or you know, you go with them, mm. you know. Um, <laughs> but 
you couldn't do that this time. It was all it was all just a show of faith um, and you know purchase on faith. I'm not gonna lie, that was the reason why I didn't make a purchase. That genuinely, the thing that swayed me at the end was the fact that I couldn't test it. So I wasn't uh, sure. Fair, fair. So, um, but the GBLS guys, uh, back to that was they were yeah. testing out the um targets, and they were doing full auto, uh, <laughs> which you can, but. They're not really full auto type targets. No, um, they they took a beating. Yeah, they're not they're not supposed to be full auto. They're supposed to be <laughs> precision. And, yeah, it's yeah. exactly exactly. But we, me and Hannah, experienced something very similar uh, at Dragon's Lair the week previous, which was we set all the targets out over the lunch break. Um, we and we got... want you to go sing um, "Happy Birthday" to Jason, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, look, George, do you want me to go, go baby, babysit the targets? Walked back out, and there's a kid just standing there, full auto at the target. I'm like, dude! Wow. It's like, <laughs> people people just can't help themselves. <laughs> Jesus. No. Uh, but they, they, you know, they withstood uh, the, the beating. Um, yeah, the, the attack sense guys, they showed me a couple of the ones that they'd had to swap over, and they were, <laughs> the, the, the panels were knackered. Um, but yeah. they did say that they the hadn't front lost. Side. Yeah, yeah. They said yeah. they hadn't lost a single um, light box, which is good. Yeah, but that's they the are thing still... they was worried about. Yeah, yeah, they are looking at upgrading that cover anyway, so that'd yeah. be really mm. cool. Um, and obviously, the the aluminium plate behind was flawless mm. because you yeah. know it's aluminium and yeah, a BB but, but, but is still no, not no, going to no, go through but, it. No, that's that's not true though. Steel plates uh, are used at a lot of sites, uh, and. BBs, the the amount of full auto BBs, um, the amount of damage mm-hmm. it does to steel plates yeah, okay. is dramatic. Fair. So that front front board that replaces taking all board, the damage is is taking all of the uh, is absorbing all of the impact and mm. it's doing a really good job at the time. But I think they are looking at other uh, materials as well yeah. Yeah. To, to kind of go for that. Um, but so there was there was that. I tell you who I was super impressed with. Uh, on on the day, and I don't know if you saw them, Joe, or spent much time around them. Okay. It was nothing to do with selling at all. <laughs> right. It was it was Airsoft Nation and uh, is it Kronos? Yes. I, they... I didn't I didn't spend a lot of time around them, but I did have a good look as I was wandering past. Yeah. So Airsoft Nation uh, and Kronos Airsoft uh, teamed up to do a live stream of the uh, mm. at the event. And mm-hmm. they brought loads of people from around the event into their live stream to have a chat and to talk about various products, to talk to talk about various events coming up. Uh, and I and I have to say, the amount of kit that they brought brought just to do this live stream was ex- <laughs> like it was insanely impressive. It was good. It was very very cool. People people always turn to me and Hannah and say, "You guys have brought loads of kit. How much does that cost you?" And you know, we give them a figure, and they're like, "Holy crap." But Airsoft Nation and uh, Kronos came to this event and they came to do a live stream professionally. Mm-hmm. They were the the amount of stuff, uh, the amount of, I don't even, I don't do live streams. <laughs> I I have no idea what they brought. I'm, I'm assuming a vision mixer. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. assuming uh, a laptop, some lights, um, some extra cameras, what have you. But they were very, I watched it the following morning. They were very professional. Um, it was really engaging to kind of see loads of different people coming uh, on this show and talk. And I think they did a really good job. And, and that's something I would like to see them do more of at these kind of events. 
yeah, be good. It it adds another element to it, doesn't it? And it really brings the community involved or gets the community involved. Sorry, so it's it's really good, and it yeah. was. It was really interesting to see them out there. That's yeah. that, that's pretty much what we've been up to the past couple of weeks, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Um, Chris, what's new in social media? Oh, they've uh, they've released a new theme on um, Instagram. It's been very nice this week. Ooh. <laughs> Have they really? I don't know. What, I haven't even been on it. I don't even know. <laughs> no, they haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you were like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> great. So it's only available for ISO 13, so <laughs> if you can get it now at the live stream. <laughs> right, well. Yeah, go on. Ooh, there was a bit of, bit of a hoo-ha going off between people, a lot of people, um, regarding a situation that happened. Drama! Drama! Mm-hmm. We all love a bit of drama. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then, as long as it doesn't become too toxic. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what was it? So, right, basically, Kelly, if we all know Kelly from Patel Hairsoft, um, she released a like video. Oh, yeah. Which was her at a game. Um, she got shot. She got taken into a van. And then she lit the, her captors up, which obviously was um, the start of the drama, <laughs> which was yeah. involving the heresy group. It's like Clash of the YouTube Titans. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so, so for like a summary of it, basically yeah. from what we what you worked out from this, obviously loads of tit and tat and drama and all this. Um, basically, she was hit. She was dead. Um, and a part of the game mode, obviously, she could be captured because she was hit. So she was captured by the enemy team and put into a van to obviously to be taken to wherever their base or whatever for interrogation whatever they do i don't know the full rules of the game so and this say. is because she was a vip yeah, yeah yeah gotcha so she was captured and obviously tim from the heresy group was opening the van and as he opened the van she opened fired on them and attacked both her captures and escaped wasn't it hang on wasn't it richie richie sorry oh, yeah, it was richie sorry i do apologize not tim or is it? Wait, oh, so, oh, no, no, it's, it's, it's all right. We're just going to get a whole yeah. bunch of new drama. You know? yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to... And yeah, and Jiraga was involved and everyone else. <laughs> I, I heard that Jiraga was the guy who started the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, he made the post. Uh, so she was captured. She was put into the back of the van. Uh, and then when the van doors were opened, she opened fire on everyone else. Uh, obviously, yeah. we don't know the ins and outs of the game. But you ha- you do know a little bit more about the background of this, don't you, Chris? Because I know you've told me a little bit more. Basically, from what we've heard from both sides, the fa- obviously the main top discussion is obviously she was shot. She was supposed to be dead, and they obviously she opened fire on them. That was the argument. Mm-hmm. The other side of it, um, Kelly is obviously said that apparently there was that was the that was actually the rules that she was allowed to. At the, I can't remember the actual official rule. I'm trying to get it up on my phone. I thought there was they a had comment. To, they had to like disarm her first. I'm sure. Uh, and because yes. they didn't disarm her, she it, she was able yeah. to shoot them. But yeah. that obviously re- disregarded the fact that she had already been shot. Just just got the bit up now. So Go. she said it was explained to all players in the morning. The brief that soon as you capture a H, H, HVT, HVT high value yeah. target, they were back in play as you can't interrogate a corpse. But you had to let the player know that their weapons were able to play, disarmed. Okay, and because they didn't tell her that she was disarmed, she opened fire on her captors. So what we've got here is that there is maybe a slight misunderstanding with the rules. 
Oh, Some this. People. Okay, so this, this is oh, it's juicy. Come on, uh, keep going. Okay, so the Heresy <laughs> Group are well known for for taking part in Milsims. They take it very seriously, uh, and not in a not in a negative way either. They take it seriously in the sense yeah, yeah. that they read all the rules. They try and um, prepare ahead of time uh, so that they can rock up and go straight forward mm-hmm. uh, into the event. However, it sounds like what had happened is there was a change in the rules at uh, at the event. The Heresy Group clearly didn't hear or understand that change in the rules. And as a result, um, they went through the day expecting it to go the way that they had read in the brief, doing the pre-read, which is something that you should do for Milsim, because then you know what to expect. And but... because they didn't do that, or because they didn't understand that or hear that, or it wasn't communicated well, or whatever happened, when Kelly posted that um, <laughs> video, that teaser video on social media, she also, like, she, she sparked a little bit of um, rivalry. Rivalry, because it made them, in in their view, in their mind, it made them look um, like inadequate, uh, morons. It made them look like morons. Or and and actually, the framing, the wording that she used uh, was manhandled at a game, immediate karma, or something to those <laughs> that effect. Yeah. Um, and and that for a lot of people was like, whoa. Okay. Well, f- well, firstly you're not being manhandled because it's a Milsim in a Milsim uh, event. You expect to be, um, pl- you expect play to be rougher than normal. Okay. To, yeah. I mean, to a point, I think that the manhandle comment could be justified, but if she was just a normal player, but she was, she'd obviously put herself forward as an HVT. Or been asked, and she said yes, sure. Well, I think she and was have a, to un- a player marshal at the, at the but event. The point is that if you are taking on a bigger role, you have to expect things to again step up a level. So it's not even a case of just because it's a milsim expect to oh, be sure, thrown sure, about. Sure, absolutely, yeah. Because she was an HV team, because she chosen that role, or at least agreed to that role, you have to expect that you are going to be treated in that manner. Yeah, to a and point. I, but I have a feeling. That there wouldn't have been anywhere near as much controversy had Kelly not used that wording. Yes, um, no, no, you're absolutely right. It is very inflammatory. Yeah, because it makes it it makes it sound like whoever it was that captured her. Because I, you know, from the video, it looked pretty fine. You know, uh, they grabbed the plate carrier, they uh, they pulled her by the plate carrier, and they yep. got her into the van. Now they were under fire, so the the pressure was on. It was quite um, intense, and. Uh, if the rules had changed, you can clearly see that they didn't say your guns are out of out of action. Okay, mm. so in that sense, Kelly would have been justified in shooting what happened next, which was as they opened the van, she shot. So um, really, we've we've got two issues here, haven't we? When we when we really break it down, we've got two issues. Yeah, we've got an issue with people using deliberate deliberately inflammatory wording. <laughs> to a point and clickbait, i think effectively I, yeah i was go- i was gonna say in order to get more views but yeah clickbait it is pure clickbait mm-hmm. um but we've also got on the flip side of that we've got a team who pride themselves on preparing for an event who either weren't made aware of or didn't listen to a, the day the brief on the day or didn't hear the brief on the day where they said there is a change to the rules and while yes absolutely 
I, I agree with you, George. You have to plan, particularly for a Milsom event, you need to plan before you get there. I think you also do need to bear in mind that things will change on the day. Oh, absolutely. And if something oh, yeah, is missed... Oh, yeah, none of them. No one in this scenario is, is oh, free no. of no, no. blame. This was just a massive... I'm going to say massive cock-up um, on both parties. And I think, yeah, they need to get over it. I think I think the main thing to take from it is there should have been a better clear of a, of a real change of any any level of the game should have been reiterated constantly, not just like, oh by the way guys we changed this rule we're doing this that's it game on it should have been iterative we don't know well, obviously I went there well, so I mean having having said that like Joe and I went to that um, immersion game at the jail yeah and it was not clear in the brief <laughs> but but it was still fine i think you know the, the difference you have though, to go on you, me, have, go on. You, you have to allow for flexibility yeah. and for a little bit of confusion it's about what you do after that you know how do you handle any miscommunication or, or uh any incidents that arise as a result and this was an incident which was then publicized and in that public in that publication um the heresy group side of the the kind of dilemma they felt like they were being targeted mm -hmm. in an unfair manner Bec and and the thing is we never saw the whole video so we didn't get yeah. the whole context and and that's for me a frustrating element of it because all of this stuff happened and there could have been a very reasonable um context that we don't know about i'm going to stop this here I am Future George, editing this podcast right now. Uh, we have now seen the full video from Femme Fatale from Kelly, and it is, as we say, actually the context and the overall video kind of shows that Kelly's not in the wrong. She, there's a marshal there the whole time, and he's kind of giving her instructions, saying, you're fine, it's not a problem, you're okay. And then you hear about all of the controversy outside and people just get very confused. She did a really good job. It was a good video. She kicked us. People didn't understand how that happened. That's effectively all it is. But the other points that we make here, I think are pretty valid still. I, th I think because mm -hmm. this was publicized, because it, it, it didn't have to be a scandal. This would not have been an issue if it hadn't been publicized. Not at all. Well, no, I mean, no, I think it's the way it was publicized. Because, well, yeah, yeah. Doing a teaser, no problem. Doing a teaser that implies that, that, that somebody did something wrong mm. um, leads that person uh, or leads that group of people to be on the defensive, you know, and to have to defend themselves and justify the teaser, the, the footage that you've put out. Yeah. And I think I think the interesting thing here is, yes, we've already determined that the choice of wording was inflammatory. Do you want some uh, ibuprofen for that? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Cheers. Sorry. It's all right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh... Like lower the tone. It's okay. Or, or you know, whatever. Um, we've got an issue where we have all, and I'm 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 speaking for myself, but I'm sure we have all done it, where we've been playing a game, and particularly when it comes to doing things like medic rules, we have pulled people about a bit um we have grabbed them to pull them into cover you know we we have to use the same definition we have manhandled people before and 
people could complain about it, but they don't because it's it's part of the game and they know why it's happening. And yeah, the context the context is it's appropriate in that scenario. Yeah. So and if it's not, then then it's dealt with in that moment. Yeah, there's there's no need for to to turn it into something else, and to, or to turn it into something it's not. And I think that's an issue. But we have to bear. We have to remember that, particularly people who do have a large following on social media, and they are, to use the industry term, they are influencers, and they do change people's perception. Yep. and it will in it will impact how people play the game. They and will this think, happened, yeah, like this happened live as this drama unfolded. Yeah. So Kelly has something like seventy five thousand Instagram mm-hmm. followers. Uh, the Heresy Group also have a decent following, and you can tell from all of the comments <laughs> on either side um, just how much opinion was being swayed by the ind- individuals who were swaying that argument. Yeah, I, mean, I, all, think... I think it was that, and there was also the outside of the of the forum kind of thing. You were looking on Instagram stories, and people were flashing up their own like two cents of like, oh, well, we know who's showing their true colors. Oh, we know this oh, person's yeah. like, and it, yeah. it's it's the way how much that like me. Obviously, I was messaging you at the time, George, and oh, it was it was and delightful, it, <laughs> and it was like it was like for the whole like maybe an hour, an hour, two hours, was just constantly loads of people were bashing up here their, their own little points of views and stuff, and it was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, um, uh, who's the YouTuber that's just on the YouTube channel? Uh, Matt Musketeer. And he always said about, it's not about um, getting views from the Airsoft community, it was always about trying to reach further out, like pull, like just pulling people in in the general From, public, yeah, yeah. you know, and that's um, that's what she's done. She's taken, I d- like it doesn't even matter who who it was putting them in the van, really. Yeah, no, no, I I, I get what you get, where you're going with that, Hannah. So yeah, if you're it wasn't right. if it wasn't um, what's the names? Tim and um, Tim and Richie. Richie, she still probably would have used the same. You know, like it's just it's yeah, just but, business. But, it's just about putting yeah, people in, getting I, views. Yeah, but I don't think that's I don't think uh, that's acceptable. You know, I, as I as an argument, as an argument, no. I I actually think um, because it's not just a business, uh, and you have you have an impact and an, uh, an influence on the people that see your content and there is a responsibility to be thoughtful and mindful about the impact of your words and the things that you're doing. Like I have no problem with the content. Yeah. I have a problem with but the framing, the, yeah. the framing of the content. Does that make sense? Yeah, because yeah. like, because in, in other contexts, um, editing to make a story better or to um, highlight a particular angle, mm-hmm. which is dis it's it's untruthful that's fine because it's a story narrative right you're creating content that creates a story narrative that doesn't impact on anyone else well at least it shouldn't impact on anyone else if it does that's where we've got the issue mm. because it's not just about you it's about the other people that you're playing alongside and it's about you representing the fairest version of everyone involved in whatever it is that you're doing I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think the thing with what Hannah said as well holds true that there is an element here of it's business. 
the you know you're trying to get as many people involved as possible from outside the community as well the the problem with that is that it's a business from both sides and when yeah. you're negatively affecting someone else's business through your choice of words now we have an issue that goes even bigger because mm-hmm. people have to bear in mind that it's not just a, a choice of wording that you've done here that will make you seem better or get more views it will also negatively affect someone else and their business and if you're negatively affecting someone else's business you are going to incur a repercussion there are going to be repercussions from that yeah and which is uh, and and just to be super it should be super clear that is what is happening in this conversation yeah you know we are doing exactly the same thing (laughs) but it but it what's important is to acknowledge okay uh that neither neither individuals or neither groups here are um i don't think the intention is negative or the intention is to deceive or what have you mm-hmm. i think the intention was uh supposed to be quite fun and exciting what happened is people didn't think about the things that they said and the ramifications that that, that the things that were said or portrayed could have and as a result um, people have responded and reacted in a much more serious manner than they would had they just seen a video. Yeah, and and that and we we're gonna we see that a lot though. We see that with lots and lots of content now, where people will throw something up and it will someone will make an offhanded comment about it, and suddenly it sparks this massive discussion, debate, controversy, whichever word you want to use. Um, because people don't think there are any repercussions because they're sat behind a computer screen. But here's the thing: in majority of these com- uh, these situations, these scenarios, what what does it take to actually remedy? It takes one person to go. Actually, the the way that I said that was not yeah. right. Sorry about that. But the video is good. You should check it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, or, it's just my bad. I hold my mm-hmm. hands up. Let's let's move forward and actually converse and have a chat instead. Like. What happens here is both sides are so worried about their own image well, that they, they end double up double down on it. Oh, they double down on the idea. They've gone. This, yeah. this is definitely what happened. This is the hundred percent the truth, but it hasn't actually cleared anything up. And then, and then both sides also try and get their own sides involved. You know, yeah. um, Kelly, yeah. Kelly got confirmation from the site that the rules were fine. Richie and the Heresy Group got their friends to comment on Kelly's stuff. Kelly, then I think, by the sounds of it started deleting comments because you know who wants who wants that level of negativity on their on their supposed yeah. to be positive thread uh, and like it's it's such a difficult situation if nobody owns up to the fact that that the intention was misconstrued the the problem is that they've, they've both got to a point now where i don't think either of them could back down i think we've got a we've got to hit a point now where and unfortunately, we're not really helping on this podcast, but we need to let it blow over. We need to let oh, it go no, no, away. It's blown over. I think. Yeah. I think. We're, and we're, I think and it's we're, fine. we're fanning the flames again. We come on, guys. Come on. No, no, no. Because no. there's a difference. Because we're not taking a side. I think. Oh, we're, really? Oh, we're, I'm, yeah. I'm commenting now. Is that? Is, that, is it too <laughs> late? Oh, oh. No. Wow. It's, I was. What I was saying is. What I was. Well, all right. Maybe you are commenting and taking a side. <laughs> but uh, what I'm no, saying is, no. um, you know, we've got no uh, horse in the race. 
Um, so for full transparency, Callie and I have known each other for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a friend of mine, and uh, we work together at Airsoft Action. Um, I've not met the Heresy Group, but I respect the, their niche on YouTube. I respect the fact that they are um, seen as kind of like the go-to guys for the Milsim side of stuff. I don't always agree with them, but I don't. I don't hugely disagree with them either. Um, I have no pr- like no one in this argument is right or wrong in my opinion. I just wanted to comment mm. on the the mm. fascinating stuff that came about as a result. I, I think it's just a it's been a massive misunderstanding, and like I think you've mentioned, like Chris said at the start, it's got blown right out of proportion. And yeah, it'd be great if someone just said, you know what, sorry, let's. My bad. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> let's go play again. Um, but you know, this is this is Instagram. This is YouTube. That's not going to happen, is it? So. Yeah. Yeah, well, it may not. eventually it may not may not for a while. No. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Content mm. is content, and like, and like be- most most things in social media, like a big drama kicks off, and then several months down the line, they'll be best of friends. It's just, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It just mm-hmm. it's it's like real life. We fall out with people, shit happens, yeah. and then you get I mean, up I, just getting on with it. Well, we 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 fall out. We talk about people behind their back. You know, talk about how I hate Chris <laughs> and can't stand him, but. Yeah, but you so. keep telling me to my face and keep throwing things at me. Ah, so I mean, damn it! <laughs> is that where I'm going wrong? Yeah, you didn't shit not... on your own doorstep. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking a side in this. I am my horse in the race. Oh uh, yeah, all right. Uh, I will just uh, comment on it afterwards. Yeah. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else going on, Chris? Anything else you've got from the community? Um, there was another another little, I say minor drama, but it got me thinking about it. Uh, there was a team that were called themselves the Milsim Squad, which obviously... Do they know the Heresy Group? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> the argument was is they were saying that they were just uh, in serious Milsim players, really into it, and but that they were 100% respectful of real soldiers and that, but they had their logo as of, I can't remember, it was one of the military crests. Right. And from that, obviously, a lot of people were Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor, yeah. proper raging, but they had it yeah. as their flag, their logo, and it was <laughs> obviously a lot of people got really ragey about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? So for those of uh, those new airsofters who haven't come across this yet, uh, Stolen Valor is effectively where airsofters or reenactors uh, model their loadout or their teams on real military units basically there you go yeah thanks <laughs> it's it's when they they use they take on the iconography of a real unit uh, and that's in itself isn't an issue but it's when they start using things like cat badges and patches that are directly associated with those units that, that becomes an issue right it's it's not it's like you saying you know we we model ourselves on stuff all the time yeah, it but but what it's saying, um, the 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 reason it's an issue, is because those things are associated with the the real military units, and as a result, if somebody sees you, mm. there is the assumption that you belong to that unit, and and that, uh, like you don't have to say you're part of that unit um, for it to be stolen valor. The stolen valor comes from the visual mm. admission that you are part of this this group. And Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't weren't they using something like the I want to say it was something like Royal Marines or something like that. It was the Navy SEALs. I Navy think. SEALs, that was the one. So choosing a... This is going to... This is going to sound like I'm justifying it, and I'm not. But 
choosing a regular military unit is very different from choosing a special operations force or something that is very very selective in its um, members I th in my personal view you know to use some British forces things like um, SAS gear wouldn't be an issue but when you start then using SAS logos patches cap badges now we've got a problem because people who are unknowing of you and your situation yeah are then in a position to make assumptions based on the logoing and the exactly. iconography uh, that you are portraying. Yeah. And I have no issue with people modeling their loadouts and their uniform styles after units. Historical units are very different as well. Things that don't exist anymore. So you see. Quite... Oh, oh. So, yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't no. know. Well, okay. So I... you see a lot of people, particularly when the reason I mentioned it is because you look at things like reenactors. Uh -huh. So you look at um, World War II reenactors, and you do have people wearing uh, full German kit, full yep. U.S. kit. And, and you tell me, you tell me uh, that you have witnessed a any instance of that without backlash. Uh, I mean, there, there are. I do know a couple of players who regularly dress up as German SS, uh, World War Two, and they don't get any backlash from it. But that's because I mean, like, that might be because they're, lies, because they're regulars. No, no, there's a couple <laughs> of guys. At, there's a couple of guys at Matlock who do it, um, and it's it's maybe because they're very well known. So there may have been controversy the first time they did it. Yeah. But I wasn't there, so I didn't. I couldn't say I witnessed it. I, I do think there's a difference between historical accuracy and you choosing real units that exist now. But that's my personal view. I have a mixed opinion on the whole thing. Thought you might. <laughs> you like you like sitting on the fence, don't you? The fence. Yes, is... he does. Hey, look. He does like to sit on the fence. The fence is the uh, has the best views. Okay, you know, <laughs> I get to I get to just. Uh... I, I don't think the fence has any views of its own. Uh... <laughs> if, if, the, if the fence is giving you views, maybe you need to go see someone. I get to be above <laughs> the views. That's what uh, I get to. Okay. I get to watch from a, a safe distance <laughs> uh, um no i i don't know because on the one hand uh i uh, on the one hand i agree in the fact that actually the iconography is important because it has connotations and uh has emotional links to to people yes. who have yeah who yeah. who so do you, like it's it's difficult to put into words, but do you understand what I'm the, trying to I, say? The emotional side is is a very very good point. To be fair, yeah. in in my head, it's like you are almost downgrading real um, trauma and like you know a life that um, to, to like you you're almost taking something that's really admirable and really kind of. Um, life changing and kind of bringing it down to men playing with guns like yeah. men playing yeah. and um like you just just like playing just don't soldier do it. and being soldier are two different yeah. things yeah 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 like yeah you're trying to you're almost bringing it to the same level yeah. and for the people that have uh fought and have lost and have you know all that um it's almost loses its work not worthy but loses its um what's the it, word come on it, guys <laughs> yeah no no. Um, no it 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 kind of diminishes the value 
Yeah, right. the value. It loses its value um, to, to you know, yeah. And on the other side of the fence, uh, <laughs> those people who are trying to reenact and trying to mimic and uh, copy, usually out of admiration, mm, yeah, you know, are doing it not because of the, they're intending on um, devaluing what it means to be part of that unit devaluing it or uh, is a side effect of doing exactly what we just said they are which is they're trying to play soldier you know and in their mind to play soldier is to be as realistic uh, as possible mm -hmm. because in their mind it is a, a show of respect to yeah mimic as as close as possible does that did that come out correctly it it makes sense in my uh, head. Yeah, I, I I think you I think you're on the I think you've got it. I think you've pr pretty much hit the nail on the head with that. And so as with all drama, a lot of this comes down to intent, which is hard to prove. And as a result, uh, the intentions of perpetrators is what we'll call it. It sounds really way more serious than it is, but the intentions of perpetrators lead to ramifications and consequences by the community. And uh, as a result, whenever you are doing anything regarding um, your loadouts, regarding your content, uh, regarding your interactions online, just think about what you're doing. Yeah, try and think about it. Think about the in the intention and the effects that it could have before before you do it. You make Ooh. your own choices. You know, if you if you still choose to to make that thing, fine. At least you thought about it. At least yeah. you didn't say something dumb without knowing what was going to happen afterwards. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Have we got any closing comments? Anyone want to make a last point on Scandal or <laughs> Stolen Valor? Yeah, Stolen Valor is a nice one. I like that. should like definitely that just, just clarify. Um, no no offence was intended with this this episode. Uh, we had just a lot of fun watching it un unravel. And <laughs> coming from someone that doesn't like drama... Uh, this you, was one of those ones. You don't like drama? I don't oh, like he drama. Does not. He I, does not oh, like drama. Oh, I genuinely, I don't enjoy, um, like, genuine drama that, that is uh, impacting people and toxic and But fake uh, drama is okay. Well, this is a dumb fake drama. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was, this was a, as long as it's over, we're good. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like this has longevity. Whereas some dramas are toxic and uh, will span on for weeks and weeks and months and ruin relationships for no uh, reason. As I was gonna say, I was going to say there are dramas that do genuinely ruin relationships over offhanded comments, and it 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 is frustrating. Yeah, but 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 as someone that hates drama, this was a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. <laughs> this was uh, a more lot like of fun. this. More like this would be nice. <laughs> Stuff Not more. Give, no, give us, just every now a, and then. More give a, drama! Give us stuff <laughs> to talk Christ. about. Come on, give us stuff to talk about. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you you give us the drama, we'll talk did about just, it. Oh, yeah. Did I just make your eardrums bleed? A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Chris is going to break up with Joe. Hannah and I are going to start whoa, bitching whoa, uh, whoa, behind whoa, each other's whoa. backs. You, uh, you can't Chris break and I are going to do it. No, I'm just going to happen because me and Chris are going to go off and do our own podcast. What? Right. Yeah, uh, Hannah and Joe are going to have to do like a Nerf gun uh, <laughs> channel. Hannah, we're going to start yes. our own YouTube channel. It's done. 
Do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Excellent. But you won't uh, get the viewers because I've got George. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, FYI, guys, uh, we hit 25,000 subscribers this week, and uh, that's great. Ooh. Congratulations, uh, guys. Amazing. Well done, Hannah. It's all down to you. Yes, yeah, so work. <laughs> our current um, average is uh, for views on our videos is around four thousand five hundred, which is really healthy. Uh, so all good Hannah's job there work. as well. Um, <laughs> and then, how to be a hitman reached three million this week. Uh, so, again, um, all Hannah. Hannah, Hannah, it Hannah you, you we, were we the sole said... input on that. We have said Probably. if the Hitman video gets ten million, we're go- we're going to get Keanu Reeves involved and do a <gasps> sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. do you know what? Do you know what? I've really been loving watching his um him and Haley, uh, not Haley, Halle Berry. Halle, Halle, yeah. yeah, sorry, Haley Berry. Halle, Halle Haley Berry's Berry. training videos on YouTube. Hot That's, damn! Yeah. That is that what is we're going to do, Hannah. Good content. That is what we're doing. That is good. what we are going to do with Let's our do attack it. sense targets. Let's go to Dragons there now in the dark. Have the flashing targets in the dark. And we'll do it. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. Uh, All right, so see you in se- seeing right. as Hannah and George are going to disappear and go do some filming, um, I suppose we should wrap up then. I uh, will point out that was the least dramatic drama <laughs> ever. We all just agreed to break up and within like two minutes we were all like, okay, let's go back to normal. Yay! <laughs> the Brady Bunch of all dramas. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you didn't like drama. Uh, we're trying to cater to you, mate. This is all for you. If we, if you, if, if, we if you don't want us, if you don't want out. us to think about you, George, then we won't. It's fine. But we put ourselves out continuously for you, George, yeah, to make on. sure that you have a smooth, happy ride on this Jaragaras <laughs> journey. And Joe, you know what? I'm enough. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this, that... this is going to be episode ten, the end, as a clickbait title. <laughs> Chris has now got his microphone up the right way. Yeah, but that's it, guys. That's we it, are done. out. Yeah, I can't be dealing with this. I can't yeah. be having a microphone the right way around. I want it the other way. I liked it the other way. No one could hear me. It was great. <laughs> Do you know what? I've called this episode uh, "Fatal Heresy," and it works on so many levels now. <laughs> wow. I'd just go and say that it's obviously episode 10 and we just want to thank you all for listening because you've been listening since episode 1 episode 10 so thank you for listening thank you for getting involved how sentimental because obviously it's episode 10 that's lovely you can tell that uh, Hannah and George do not care about the viewers whereas Chris (laughs) very clearly does I like the people I'm Um, a man of the people I'm going to choose a side here and I am going to side with Chris because you know what's oh. the point in having a podcast without people listening to us? That is very yeah. well. The the point is what we set out for it to be. I mean, which we is are just for us to have a chat, us what chatting shit and occasionally putting something. And if together. you're just along for the journey, you're just along for the journey, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and throwing petrol over Instagram and causing more drama. <laughs> drama, drama. I think Chris. I think that is a lovely sentiment. And actually, yeah. yes, we should echo. Thank you for listening. If you do listen and uh, sharing um, is with, caring, sharing is caring, sharing with other people so that they can also join in and send us messages as well. Uh, we have had loads of messages from people that listen, uh, just kind of showing support for the uh, for the shenanigans, um, yeah. the shenanigans that we can get. Can I just ask a question, George? No. Yes. Um, if <laughs> they don't listen, how are they going to hear that? Because you did say if you listen. <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? <laughs> oh. Da, da, dum.
Was that a tree falling in the woods? No. <laughs> you you know, that's, that's the that's the sound the trees make. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Every time you hear that now, you go, oh, Epping Forest is having a bit of an issue. <laughs> Those trees are having a bit of a party. Someone needs to do something about it. Da, da, da. <laughs> Where's my axe? <laughs> so, Joe, if people wanted to get in touch and tell us about all of the dram drams, where can they get in touch? If you want to tell us about all your shenanigans in Airsoft or out of Airsoft, because, you know, we, we'd love a bit of drama, as we've determined today, uh, you, can mes- you can <laughs> message us on Instagram. I am G.I. I am Juraga underscore Airsoft. I'm Carmen.Airsoft. And I am the Airsoft Photographer. So those are our Instagram handles, but you can also get in touch on Facebook. We do comment, so do get involved there. And watch the YouTube channel. Message us on YouTube as well. Message us. Comment on YouTube. Don't message us on YouTube. That doesn't work. Until then, guys, we will see you in the safe zone.